Hello and welcome to Sokola Duma Radio. Well, in this Sokola Duma Radio extra special episode, we have Nicholas McGregor speaking to former Bafana Bafana star Delron Buckley about mental health issues, particularly the fact that he was a sportsman dealing with these kind of issues and the fact that it's Mental Health Awareness Month. So, enjoy the conversation. Sokola Duma Radio. When you went to Dortmund and the, the pressure from everything around it, the crowd, um, that affected your game. The most obvious question is, why is mental health important with athletes, with, with anyone? The reason why it's important because as, as, as an athlete, when you come to such an elite level, all right, and mm. there's a lot of um, determination put into the sport regarding people that are, are probably purchase, purchasing you mm. for millions and millions of euros of rands to come and play for them. And then what happens is that the pressure at norms because... The people that are, are putting all their, I mean, the, the clubs, you know, putting their, their money into you, expect things that you, you need to come and produce. And if you mm-hmm. don't, it falls into such a situation yeah. where you don't know how to get out of it. Because sure. now you have to back in mind, you know, you're getting, you, you, you've probably been bought for a lot of money or mm-hmm. you pay a lot of money, but you're not producing. Sure. And that becomes a mental problem. And that's, mm-hmm. what, that's the problem that I had. Sure. When I went to Borussia Dortmund, that's why I say to many athletes, it's very important in your in your life when you when you when you are an athlete and you're progressing, you're always always nice to have someone to mentor you. Mm. You know, to tell you, look, this is life, it doesn't matter, but you're gonna come back. Sure. You, know, you are gonna come back and you're gonna produce and you are gonna keep on going. And I didn't have that. Sure. I didn't have that. I went straight from with the age of uh, 16 to Germany. Didn't get, mm. I was taught that I got implemented the development of the German system and so on. But mm. uh, the club didn't have at the time people, um, well, highly qualified mentors to mentor players. Yeah. You know. But now if you go to Germany, believe mm. it or not, I think Borussia Dortmund has a mentor for every single team. Sure. From from eight from I think under sevens all the way up to the first team. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's fascinating because, I mean, sports psychology is becoming bigger and bigger. And I remember, like, Jake White spoke about having a sports psychologist when they won the World Cup. And then now, even at the Varsity Sevens, Stellenbosch had a, had a, a mental coach with their team, which is incredible. Um, so, obviously, it's more and more important to speak to someone about these kind of things, um, which kind of leads me to my next question. When someone is going through that kind of anxiety or frustration, why is it important for someone to, to speak up or speak to someone else? You know, um, I, I can only speak from my experience. Sure, no, of course. When I went through that dark hole, I had no one to speak to, so I don't know, I don't know which way to get out of, out of all this mess that was happening. Mm. And when you have a mentor that's there and uh, you know can mentor you in a proper way, these people, you know, they they, they actually motivate you mm. of not taking the the wrong direction. Sure, you know, of doing the right thing. And be patient about it because it, it is going to turn. It's not going to stay forever. And that's a guarantee. Mm. Yeah. So, that, you know, to have these guys, you know, they're like, they're, they're like there to, um, to motivate you. To motivate you, to pick you up because you are down. You are in a big hole. To pick you up, raise you and say, look, you are the best. Just keep on doing what you, what you do best. Mm. And don't worry about it. And then push on and push on. Because mm. the athlete can only reach to a certain extent. But cannot push themselves the next level without mm. any help 
of a mentor or anything. Mm. And that's, and I think that's a, that's a big factor. Sure. And I mean, on a lower level, obviously, we're not talking about kind of um, Bayern Munich or Barcelona. We're talking about kind of varsity football or your local club team um, or anyone, I suppose, who's suffering from mental, um, how do you say it, uh, struggles or going through something. Um, who should people be speaking to, do you think? If it's not a mentor, is it a, is it a parent? Is it a brother? Is it a, do you think that's, that's the same sort of thing? Well, you know, all these problems come with different, uh, how can I say, genders. Mm. Right? Like, if you play in the top level, of course, we are in the Dortmund, as I said, it was, I worked for so much money I had to produce, I did it, which I fell into, the, into a big hole. Uh, you're talking about universities or small clubs. Mm. At least they come with, with different, different problems. Maybe at home, these things were happening at home, and then it fixed, it fixed their... Their, their sports. When they come, mm. they can't concentrate properly. And then what happens? The coach sees, okay, this child is, uh, this athlete is not producing and puts more pressure on and more. That's a whole different ball game of type of mental pressure. Mm. You understand? Sure. And it's, it's, it's very hard, very hard because, uh, you know, at, as I say, at the league level, now you have people there at clubs mentoring mm. you. But at the, at the bottom level, it's difficult because who do you talk? That is the problem. Who do you talk to? Who can you trust? Because sure. we're living in a, in, a, in a world of a society mm. where you can't, you can't trust anyone. Yeah, sure. You understand? You can't <laughs> trust anyone. The minute you tell someone something, yeah. they won't tell the next person, and then the whole world knows mm. that probably Darren Buckley has a mental problem yeah. or is depressed or so on. Sure. That's why athletes, I mean, playing at a not top level, they, they're really careful. Yeah. They're really careful. But I think, uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's, diff, it's difficult. It's difficult. Mm. It's difficult. Sure. But, this, you know, just to put it, I would just say that they should just try and find someone where they can trust or mm. or, see, or find someone, maybe in a mentor that's, that's willing to help, you know, sure. for free. Because yeah. I know in the day, these youngsters can't afford uh, motivational speakers and or all. Or like a psychologist. They're really or... expensive. Like, oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a challenge for those, right? I mean, playing at, mm. at amateur level. It's yeah. a, it's a big challenge. Sure. And I mean, yeah, I mean, for, I mean, the whole Speak Up campaign is about trying to break that stigma. So if you were to tell someone and said, like, listen, Nick is going, having a, um, is going through things right now, he's got depression, he's got anxiety, that someone doesn't say, like, oh, let me tell someone because that's something that's bad. Let me, let me help Nick. You know what I mean? I suppose that's what we're trying yeah. to do. Um, I suppose through your playing days, when you were going through, I suppose, that anxiety or frustration, what did you do to get into the, the right headspace? Was there someone, if it wasn't talking to a mentor, was it, I don't know, listening to music or getting back in the field or something like that? Maybe before, before I became a professional, when yeah. I played in South Africa, and when I left in 94, I was 16 years old, mm. uh, you know, I just had my mindset on just to enjoy the game. Sure. Because when I was playing, there was no money involved. Mm. You understand? Yeah. I was playing for free and I was enjoying my football. Mm. Of course, I had my problems regarding school, maybe family problems, maybe other problems, but I tried not to, to these problems to affect me. Mm. I did have a, fr- I did have lots of friends where I could speak about. Mm. But as I said, I was very careful about speaking about anything. You know, sure. and I just had one thing in my head that I want to be a professional footballer. And the day, nothing's going to stop me. Yeah. You know, it's my only chance to, to get out of where, where I, I grew up. Mm. Because if, if I don't, if I don't make it, then I was going to probably end up on a, a, 
be a gangster sure. or be one of the drug dealers who knows. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm probably enough. dead by now. Yeah, sure. You see, but I knew this because in the, the, the environment I grew up, I knew that if I don't make it out of here, mm. then, you know, how how long do I know I'm going to, how long, how many years will I know I'm going to live? Sure. So that kept me motivated to keep on going, keep on trying, mm. keep on working hard. Yeah. And I mean, even after you made it, like even when you were, like you went over to Germany, 16, you went to Switzerland to play. I mean, so like, I mean, now you can regard yourself as a success regardless, but you still felt those issues. So, I mean, what did you do then? Was it a um, turning to someone? Was it listening to music? You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Like, is it obviously that stress affects you no matter whether, whether you're coming from where you grew up or whether you're playing at the highest level? Well, uh, when I, as I said, when I first when I first went to Germany, it was '94. Um, mm. I was still becoming a professional footballer. I had no family that side, mm. and the first two years in Germany was was very really difficult. You know, that's another mental depression yeah. that I went through because I was living with a German family that couldn't speak English, a word of English. <laughs> so the communication was hands and feet. Can you believe it? <laughs> well, and I'm, and I'm we're drawing pictures about a year, about a year. Yeah. So there was also mentally draining for me that after every training session, I knew I'm going to have to come home yeah. to this family that that they took me as one of one of one of their family members, but they couldn't speak a word of English. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so it was either make or make or break. <laughs> and but the good thing as the years went past, and mm. I started, you know, uh, find my my, my my first professional contract, mm. started scoring, started getting recognized in Germany. Then I met my wife. Mm. Yeah. And that was another pat on my shoulder because when she came into my life, you know, things even got, not, not, not the marriage or her, mm, but the yeah. football wife got even more worse because you get yeah. more famous, mm. you earn more money, you drive nice cars, and people are, mm. are really jealous of you driving a, maybe a Porsche and a Ferrari around and earning yeah. money. So then my, 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 my friend circle became very, very small. Yeah. And the only friend circle I had was my wife. Sure. And there was days when I used to come home and I, maybe if I didn't play, the coach put me on the bench and then she was the one that used to cheer me up. Yeah. You know, and then of course when my first daughter was born, it was a different story. Mm. You know, I mean, you, the minute you come home, you had a bad day, you see your daughter there, mm. everything just blocks out and changes. Sure. You know, and it makes you realize, you know, because of this, you need to keep on going, keep on, keep on, keep on going, mm. keep on carry on, don't sure. give up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that the advice that you'd give to, to young athletes from varsity football to school level um, or anyone trying to make it? Is that the advice you'd give to someone who's, who may be going through, um, not mental illness, but maybe not? You know, the, you know uh, is that the advice you'd I give? Whenever I do motivational talking, mm. uh, just a few weeks ago, there was some big athlete uh, convention here at Mongols Mabida and I had to speak there. Yeah. And uh, lots of young athletes, top South African athletes, runners, hockey players, you name it. Yeah. And then the, they asked me the same question which you asked. <laughs> yeah. And I said to him, one thing you must realize, mm. okay, that your career is going to come to an end. Sure. So don't think it's going to go forever and ever. Mm. But you have a, just a small time phrase of to have as much fun as possible mm. and enjoy as much as possible. And in this time phase, if you're going through depression, don't be scared to speak it out. Don't mm. be scared to ask for help. No. You know, the best thing is, as I said, if you if on the, the high elite level, you always have mental coaches that work in that cra in that little circle of if you're playing for South Africa 
or like the high performance center Yamon mm. Mosna Bida, they have a doctor, Dr. Subban, that, that these, these, these kids can go to, to speak to him, mm. and he can prefer to someone to help and so on. Sure. If, you know what I'm saying? But um, they should not keep it in because if you don't talk about it, mm. it's going to affect you big time. Sure. It'll even affect you that you will come to such a situation where you want to commit suicide. Mm. And believe it or not, I never ever thought that would happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was almost, almost I, was, I was close yeah. on taking my life. Very, yeah. very close. Yeah. yeah. Massively difficult. And I thought that, I thought it'll, it'll never ever happen when things were happening, you know, mm. when I was scoring and everything was just happening for me. I'll never, I never in my whole entire life that I'll fall into such a deep mental depression. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But it can happen overnight. Can happen overnight. Mm. Sure. I mean, that's that's fascinating. I mean, like I I love that story about uh, that thing when you were at Dortmund and they were booing you, and then you kind of came back, and then they were singing you happy happy birthday for you, just like the most incredible story. Like that must have been amazing. I mean, was it for you? Was it like? And I don't know if this is for the interview for or my own interest, but was it like a like yeah, like a, like I am that good? You should have never underestimated me. Like, is it was it a was it a moment like that? Yeah, it was it was a big moment, you know. Mm. And that's why I put in my book to make people realize that you know, mm. thing you know, things can turn. Sure. I don't think because now at at this time things are going wrong, things can turn, and that's why I wanted to prove the people in Dortmund, that although I had a bad season, mm. I was depressed, I wasn't scoring, the fans were booing at me. Yeah. I had to just leave for a second to get my head free. Mm. Yeah? And yeah. then when I came back, tables had turned, and tables do turn. And I forgot to Dortmund, they will give me VIP tickets to watch in any game I want to. Sure. And the, the, the fans, they, they love me. Amazing. You see, so things, things do turn. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, that's the name of this article, I think. Things do turn. That's beautiful. Things do turn. Yeah. yeah. No, Don't true. think it doesn't. Because mm. it's like a storm. You know, if a storm comes, it's not going to be a storm for a whole 12 months. Yeah. A storm will come for one or two days, but it's going to, it's going to, it's going to end. And what comes after the storm? Mm. The sunlight. Thank you very much for listening to Sokala Duma Radio. This was a special episode from us to you. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.